Welcome to the Blue Mountain Hunting Podcast. This is episode number 23. I'm your host, Dalton Penrod. I'm your host, Troy Watkins. Today we're going to be going over Arizona trip. Yeah, we threw out a little episode, kind of like a teaser. On the way down, we recorded it and threw it up. So we're back. We've been back for a week, and uh, we just wanted to kind of see, you know, Go over what happened and, and fill everybody in on how it went. It was the only real hunt we did together all year, all yeah. season. And we, we did a couple like hunts, little hunts. Yeah, together, like but... spent like a day or two hanging out. Yeah. A little bit in archery elk, a little bit in archery antelope. Yeah. Never rifle hunted. Uh-uh. We cannot be trusted with rifles around each other. No. At least with bows, you have to, like, make a stock. Rifles, you just shoot. Yeah, rifles, <laughs> we're going to see something, and I'm going to be looking for a spot to start shooting. And Dalton's like, oh, let's get closer. And I'm like, nah. No, nah, I'm going to shoot it from here while you're hiking over there, bro. <laughs> yeah. So um, we got down there Saturday. It took us, it's a, like, 14, 15-hour yeah. drive. People say less, people say more, depending on which way you go. But it took us 18 and a half hours. Yeah, a straight drive. It was 45 from miles an hour from Boise to Salt Lake City, all the way to American Fork, really. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. It was sketchy. We left in the middle of a snowstorm, and it had been storming before. Yeah. There was... There was like four to six inches of snow on the road, basically. On the freeway. Yeah, on the freeway. Truckers didn't give a fuck. No, they're going fast. I'm just, I don't think I've ever been that wired on that long of a drive. I've driven back and forth from North Dakota a bunch of times. I've driven to Texas straight. I was just wired, just scared. (laughs) I was too. So I went to sleep. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, On the way down there, I drove the entire way. Which I, I, Offered to take over in once the weather got good. It was we we're just yeah. driving Dalton's new pickup he just got, so I didn't blame him for wanting to drive it. But once you get past like the sunrise, it's not too bad. Yeah. And when the sun starts coming up, I get tired. Yeah. Well, like the last last like hour or two, once we were in the good roads, I was like, I can drive. Like, no. I mean, yeah. Why? Why let? Why let you drive for an hour? Well, yeah. I would have could have drove all the way down to at least Flagstaff where we got groceries. Yeah. No, it wasn't bad. Once we got in Arizona, it was fine. Started seeing the snow melt. That was sick. Yeah. I was like... It was warm outside. Yeah, getting up into like the 40s. And then by the time we got down there, the hottest temperature I saw was uh, high 70s in Tucson. Yeah. Where we were hunting, it got to 72, I think, on Thursday yeah. or Friday. Which felt like hot. Oh, it was amazing. Oh, man. I was sunburned. It, oh, I was too. And I was happy. Yeah. Sunburn, was... windburn. But uh, it was a good time. Like, it's not a difficult, not a, we didn't do it, at least, not a physical hunt. More of, like, driving around and looking for deer stock. Um, It was fun, though. We saw quite a few bucks. We never saw any giants, but. Yeah, I will say that's the only thing I'm disappointed in because this is my third year going, and. Normally, I'm hunting nice deer yeah. pretty much through the whole trip. You know, I'm hunting 170-plus type deer, and you'll find a couple in the 190 to 200-inch range. And we never saw anything of that caliber. Mm-hmm. And 
that would be the only reason I was disappointed because we were covered up in deer every day. Never had a problem really finding deer. The deer were staying on their feet till 11, 12 o'clock. So if you screwed something up, you could go find more deer. Yeah. I mean, some deer were staying on their feet well past that too. Yeah. It we deer, like we pulled that three point up. We rolled up that thing and you spotted them. It was two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. They're just walking around feeding and stuff. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, that, that one buck that you stocked to sub 50, I think we bedded him at like 2.30, yeah. 3 o'clock. Yeah, he was just out just chilling. Yeah. Just feeding around. We locked in bed. They so, were, uh, yeah, that was wild for me. I figured in the desert, being like in this, that they would just have a pattern of sun comes up, go to bed. Go yeah. find shade. Go find well, and we had talked about it. It was a kind of a deciding factor on when we went down there. But I've been down there during a full moon, and those deer do. The sun comes up. They can feed all night long. They're Once the sun hits their backs, they're going to lay down. And that makes for a long day because you got to pick something up right away, and you hunt that deer, and then nothing gets up again until 4 or 5 o'clock. No. But, shoot, we were having trouble getting deer to bed. Yeah, and we were, like, in the evenings, we were finding deer basically right away. Yeah. There wasn't hardly any time where we weren't finding deer. Yeah, if we took a minute and really started glassing, we'd pick up a deer moving somewhere. Yeah, something. Those standing. We saw a metric shitload of those. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. Yeah, that, that's another thing. I can't, we saw some really good rad, rut action. Yeah. But I can't help but feel that we were catching the tail end of it something because we saw a lot of does that didn't have bucks with them and that's something i haven't observed in the past even two points you would see a group of does with no two points in there we probably only saw a handful of two points 10 at most yeah Yeah. on the last night we were there we saw the two in one group yeah one was a spike yeah couldn't even tell it was a buck at 50 yards yeah and that's counting the coos two point that we saw yeah. Not a whole lot. No, they, I don't know. We did know. see a big, pretty big goose buck. Yeah. Dalton got after him. I was... He ran like 20 yards to you. <laughs> right in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, as far as like just the trip though, like, and I've thought it since the first time I went down there. Normally, I'm not super happy if I'm not successful. And even this trip, I'd rather be successful than not. But... It was, it's a trip I would do every year and, you know, take your successes when you get them because it is such a good time. Yeah, I don't know about that. That shit pissed me off. I don't want to I don't like ever, to be not successful. Yeah, I don't but ever do that again without killing a shit. I punched a pile of tags this year. Like, yeah. this is the only tag I think I didn't punch. I didn't punch my Montana deer tag. That was by choice, though. Yeah. And... Like it's a, like man, it's it is a great time, and I would do it again. And if I don't fill my tag again, like it's better than being in this cold ass shithole in January that we live in. Yeah, and especially like most, well, I at least get the week in between Christmas and New Year's off every year for free. That'd be an ideal time for me to go down and do it. Even though it's not going to be, you know, peak rut or anything like that. I mean, who knows? We were, what was it, the third week of January? Yeah. 
we were there and the rut was winding off the last week of December you might be not quite peak rut but yeah something yeah you're still going to get some rutting activity it's something to do and it costs you know costs a lot of time and quite a bit of money especially if you're going to do it solo and not uh and if you're going to rent a vehicle and everything like that it's it's real expensive yeah so this is the cheapest i've ever done it and that's saying something because price of everything is at least doubled since i went the first year when you sent me the text for what i needed to send you for money i was like that is not bad that is not bad at all i'm not mad about that that's i'm pumped actually all that was was groceries groceries wood and gas so that's all basically we had to buy yeah and we did the trip for sub 400 dollars a piece yeah i mean granted we have our all of our own expensive equipment you can't really factor that in on one hospital mm-hmm. and we put like 2600 miles on my pickup and like how many miles i think 300 on the razor 300 miles which is a fucking lot and if you're gonna go down there well at least in the roads that i've seen you have to like you don't want to take i've gone like first two years i went down i rented a rig and i don't know if i'll ever go back without at least renting a side by side because holy shit i was we were so much more efficient if we saw a deer before like you were like i don't I physically can't make it there before dark, you know, or something like that, where now it's like, let's go get in this thing. We can go 30 on this road, even though it sucks ass. Just hold on tight. Yeah. Tie your bow in. In a truck, you're going to, you're going to be going five miles an hour. At best. And it's probably going to (laughs) break. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough, rough, rough roads down there. Just boulders in the road, in the roads everywhere. Washes and just no like. It's not gravel anywhere. <laughs> There's no gravel. <laughs> just either rock. like washed out dirt or just rocks. Yeah. But even on the main road that you get on off of the highway yeah. to, to turn into where we go hunt, you go a, a mile, mile and a half on a good gravel road, and then it's just shit. Yeah. And it takes, like in a razor, you could have made it from our camp to the, to the highway and 10 minutes. Like 10 minutes, yeah. It takes and, 30. Yeah, at least 30 in yeah. a pickup. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah, maybe longer, honestly. It, with the trailer, it felt like we drove for an hour. <laughs> it did take a long time with the trailer. But yeah, and in the truck, when I left to go get my photo, and I was looking at the clock, it was about 30 minutes. Yeah. It's a long time. So you want to... I guess we can kind of talk about what we did every day a little bit. So Saturday... We uh, got there. We were going to set up camp. Yeah. We took so long. Yeah. To get there. That we decided, F it. We'll set up in the dark. And immediately, right off the rip, we went out. Didn't even get to a glass now. I just pulled over and I was like, there's a group of does in the buck bedded. And hindsight, like, not really even hindsight. Just where they were would have been a great spot to stalk them. Yeah. But as soon as we saw them, we saw somebody else stalking them. Yeah, and they we saw them blow them out. Yeah. Like, they are stalking them with the wind at their back. They just smelled them. Yeah, it was the else. only approach, though. So, yeah, you can't beat the wind, but I don't blame them for going the way they did. Yeah. Yeah. And then we saw 150-some-inch bucks that night. 
I, yeah, I have no idea what he was. He's a he, nice frame deer. He was a good frame deer, though. Yeah, we just saw him kind of rutting around and cruising, looking for does. He was solo, so we went out after him and never. Yeah, it got dark on us. Never yeah, saw him again. Uh, and that turned out to be we never saw that deer again. But he could have been the best buck we saw the whole trip. Could have been. There's, right? We didn't get footage of him or nothing. But no, we basically saw him jumped out and went. Yeah. Got back to the razor, went back, set up camp in the dark. Took us like an hour and a half, maybe. Uh, it was super quick. Yeah. No problem. Easy, at all. easy sauce. Set everything up, made a little supper to sleep. Yep. <clears throat> Sunday morning, we woke up, went to a glassing spot. Yeah. And what did we see that morning? Probably 20 does. And yeah. we were right at 20 does at that one glassing knob. Yeah, and then we cruised over to the next spot, and there was, I spotted that three, three point, point yeah. up in the saddle. Yeah, we went after him, Yeah, kind, kind of. of. Yeah, and sort of. We, were we like, drove up there to get a better look, and he was standing on this edge of the road. So yeah. off he went. Then, oh, shoot, what did we do after that? We drove over to the canyon, I think. Oh, yeah, we got after the coos deer. Yeah. Yeah, we got after some coos deer. So we drove and glassed those ridges and stuff. And then we went over to the canyon. And by that time, it was later on in the morning. It was 11 or so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you just picked up those coos deer. Then we looked down there and found, an, found another buck. There was like probably 10. There's a lot more deer than we even thought. Yeah. I knew I knew for a fact that there was four. but And I had seen two. that, And I didn't know if they were the same ones Dalton had seen or not. Yeah. They were in way different areas, but I was like, kind of, not really. It'd take them a hop and a skip to get there. Yeah. Well, yeah. The one that you saw, it was just so. If you're looking down, there was the old it was mining, like 300 yards. This is the old mining building. Yeah. And on the right side of the wash, there is all they were. It was like 300 yards, and the, the time in between when we saw them, you're like, "There's deer," and I, I was like, "Oh yeah, I see them." And you're like, they weren't. They right were over there. So there's a wash by that building. Yeah. The buck was up on the left on that rock pile, yeah. and the deer I saw were just on the other side of the wall. Oh. Well, I saw a deer, another ridge ridge over from that, too. Oh. A doe, like, standing in the sunlight. Yeah. That's what I figured you saw. Uh, so. yeah. But anyways, we went down there, and, uh, yeah, we both got close. Yeah. Well, I walked up there. there. I had never been around them. They were blend in really good. Yeah. I just walked up there, and then a doe picks his head up and looks at me at like 40 yards, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, man. So I go to draw, and my stabilizer had come loose. My rear stabilizer, my back, back bar, bar, it came loose and had rotated so that it was blocking the string from coming backwards. So when I went to draw, it just stopped the string, and my release fired, and the arrow, <laughs> like, I only got it back like maybe an inch or something like that. But I was pulling hard, so the it fired, shot my arrow, and then I punched myself in the face. <laughs> and you lost the arrow. <laughs> yeah, so I lost the arrow, and I'm like, what the hell? And blew the deer out. And the deer were gone, yeah. Then they ran by me at 60 yards, and I'm like, I heard a bow go off, kind of. I heard a noise, right? And I'm like, yeah. I wonder if he just stroked one. Like, man, that would happen quick. And yeah. I get up there, and he's like, fucking lip hurt. Yeah. I didn't, well, you don't know what happens right away because you're just drawing and then all of a sudden you just you're smack just like, What the fuck just hit me in the face? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? And I kind of like out of my peripheral vision saw my arrow sailing like 20 yards, but I have no idea where it went. We looked for a minute. Yeah. You know? 
We both sacrificed some arrows to Arizona. Yeah, we did. I lost three arrows. I only lost one, and I broke one. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> but the next the next couple days after those coos deer, we hunted kind of the same general area, picked out the same deer all the time. Yeah, pretty we, much. We found a lot of the same deer. Yeah, decent three by four, a uh, bunch of bunch of small three points. Really nice one, three point. Yeah, one big three point. The probably the most mature deer of the trip. Yeah. Uh, then at the end we saw that that. Probably 150, yeah. 160 inch four, four point. point. Yep. And we're just in deer all the time yeah. and getting opportunities and stalking deer and, and getting a chance to go after them and just never working out. No. You were sub 60 yards twice on deer. In the same buck, yeah. Yeah. He had my number. I don't know if it was the same deer because the, the one, the second one looked bigger to me. Or they were bedded right below the ridge. Well, if it's the same doe and well, the, and buck that I saw, it was the same one. It could have been very, very yeah. for sure. Could have been. I'm, I just thought he looked bigger. Yeah, he was just so noticeable with that little fork. You know, yeah, little fork on his back. Yeah, and they that buck. I called him Double D. Yeah, I call him punk ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's Dalton's daddy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I literally stalked him, took my shoes off, was quiet, got to like 55 yards, and then just a little breeze hits on the back of my neck, and he's just like gone. And I'm I'm talking in a radio in Dalton's ear, and I'm watching this buck in the spotter, and I'm like, he smells you. Yeah. He's smelling you right now. Yeah. And you can just see that buck pick his head up and start smelling the air. And, yeah. and it's not like a lot of mule deer that, they're switched on down there. Yeah, they just sure. stand up and they'll look at you for a minute, or they'll take a couple bounds and look at you. These deer are immune to the mer. The mer <laughs> does, does not stop these deer. We were on a, we were talking back and forth on the second stock, and Troy was had to listen to me try and mint this deer for like twenty seconds. I was giving him the biggest mints you could. Yeah. It started out like mer 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 mer. Just fucking screaming at this deer. Stop! Yeah, would not even, not even a little bit. He's like, "Fuck you." We did, we did some cow calling. We got into like I don't know, hundred yards on some deer at at last light because we were just running at them, mooing. Yeah, they and they would like move a little bit, then they'd stop and we'd move. It was too dark for them to tell what we were, yeah. so we we're just like, "Oh, we're fucking cows." Mm -hmm. And then they, they'd be like bouncing back. I swear that's a dude. Oh wait, it's a be. cow. It's mooing. it's mooing. Why are they? Why are the cows coming at us so fast? Yeah. But no, are you gonna tell them what the big ordeal that happened on Tuesday? Oh yeah, so we're just cruising out, not super fast or anything, but. We were probably going as slow as we had gone in the last two yeah. days. Like, the road was that rough. Yeah, it was real rough, even in a, in a razor. So we were just cruising along, and I had known that the bows were not as tight as they should be, and Troy knew that they were not as tight as they should be, but nobody did anything about it. And then we get somewhere and look back, and I'm like, oh, my bow's gone. Well, I told you it was gone. Yeah. I looked back, I and I was too. like, I saw it. That is not there. Yeah, so we went back, found it, and I, like, Knocking arrow, and I'm getting ready to draw it to make sure everything's okay. And I just take a look up and down it, and the cam's bent. 
45. Yeah, it's just bent right over. It's still strung and everything else looks good, but it's just bent. So we go back and the, no, the day before that, I punched myself in the face twice. Yeah, Monday, you punched yourself in the face. Yeah, my D-loop broke. Yeah. I, in so we camp, had to go in, huh? in camp, and you yeah. lost that arrow. We found I, I think. Yeah, we might have found it. Yeah, we did find it. But anyways, punched myself in the face that day. Had to go into town, not too far, get my new D-loop tied. That was fun. Well, well, hang on. While we were in here getting this D-loop tied. Entertainment. We're just sitting here, and these old boys, you can tell they spend way too much time alone because they're, like, just talking it up to us. They haven't seen people in days. Yeah, they definitely have been just talking each other off, and they're want new mutton, some new meat. It's full of jokes. Yeah. We're fucking sitting there watching this old boy work. I thought he was going to cut Dalton's string Oh, in he had the He, had he the was shakes. stage one Parkinson's, for oh. sure. And he just got scissors right next to my string. <laughs> just shaking. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> While this is going on, this lady walks in and she's like, I need to report a crime. Yeah, and I'm like, what? I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And the guy's like, we're just a gun range. Yeah. an archery range. And She's like, no, I just came back from the prison yeah. and the MS-13 I'm... gang members up there are raped and killed my mom. And yeah. we're like, what, what in the fuck is going she's on? Like she's special forces from the British Army. Yeah, she's like, I was British Army special forces. Like, yeah. I don't I don't think you're telling I'm the like, truth. Not really. I can see your belly sticking out of yeah. those Walmart leggings. You yeah. just need to chill out. Yeah. And, and then she starts getting mad. Yeah. It's like, you need to shut the fuck up and listen. And the old man in there, he's like, what? no nonsense whatsoever. He's like, no. You listen to me. You get the hell out of here. Yeah. She's like, oh, do you know how many kids they kidnapped over there? 45 yeah. or something. Yeah. He's like, you got to go. Yeah. And I'm, me and Dalton are just like, what in the fuck is going on? It was crazy. Yeah. I, it caught me so off guard. Me too. I was I was believed her for a second. Yeah. I'm like, oh, a crime? A crime. <laughs> I want to know about your crime. Yeah. And then um, she's like talking about some wild stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, you're definitely on You're track. tweaking. Yeah. yeah. But the only crime that she'd been around was... uh. The mess she just did. Yeah. Drugs. Yeah. That was wild. Got her out of there. Yeah, I went over to the window to make sure she didn't slash Dalton's tires. Yeah. But, uh, got that fixed. Got back when hunting. Cam broke the next day. I had to go all the way to Tucson to get a new cam put on. All in all, it only took him like an hour to put it on. Yeah. Everything, but I had Tucson was three and a half hours south of us. Yeah. They had long ways to go south. Yeah. And but my family's down there, so I elected to not even do an evening hunt. I just spent some time with them, took them out to supper, and um drove back in the night. Had some tacos. Yeah. Yeah, I made some tacos. Taco Tuesday. Tacos Tuesday. Um yeah, so that was Oh, by the way, every single night Troy thinks that he has to make the tent as hot as possible. No. I had to make the tent Warm. No. It was way it was it warm. was like the only time it got too hot in there was when I was cooking those tacos by myself and I had this both stoves going and it was probably ninety seven degrees in that tent. Yeah, that's too hot. It was. I had to open the door. Seventy degrees is like no is like hot. Seventy degrees is hot. Like you need a sweater. No. No. I'm li- I'm laying in on my cot 
on top of my sleeping bag and you can literally feel like the ground air is cold and the and the air on the top of the tent is hot you can feel it like rolling off the tent walls and like hitting you and just just starting to overheat you yeah that's how heat it works awful. it was just it fills crazy. the top up and works its way down yeah it was terrible i did not have a good time on that. it wasn't even that hot in there it was a couple times it was way too hot i never thought it was that bad you never i know you didn't yeah, I thought it was terrible every single day. <laughs> it was great. No. It was fucking It's awesome. either a thousand degrees or like the smoke is trying to kill you. <laughs> the smoke only tried to kill us twice. A couple times. I was like, <laughs> woke up. I'm just like, what the is going on? I had to go over there, open up the dampener. And... Yeah, the one time I got real bad because we were both about to sleep. Yeah. And I like tried to breathe and I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. I had my head, literally had my head out the. I pulled up the bottom of the tent. And I should have stake the walls down. No, that was my only <laughs> reprieve from the heat. It was a good time, though. Like, we had a hot. It was fine. We got along pretty good. Yeah. Saw a lot of deer. Got a lot of stocks in. Wasn't a serious hunt at all. Like, we got up and hunted every day and hunted all that we could. But it wasn't like. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you could do it. You could go backpack or hike 10 miles down there in a day. But, yeah, like. I don't know if that's the best way to be successful. Maybe get into some deer that haven't been hunted as much. Yeah. But like, shoot. I'm sure for the coos deer it'd be better. Yeah, I probably, bet. probably. Yeah. And we were in the deer all the time. Yeah. You know, it it's the opposite down there though. Like, if you're going down and you want to hunt mule deer, be ready to hunt some real flat shit, for the most part. Yeah. Some foothills type stuff. And At best, yeah. If not, just the flattest thing you've ever seen. Yeah. Plains game. Yeah. It's like Africa. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the, like, we were talking on the last day there, and I'm, next time I go down, I'm taking a life-size deer de- decoy, an ultimate predator and decoy, ultimate predator. and a big-ass beef cow decoy. Yeah. Like a four-sided one. Yeah. Like, so you get this little box blind that you can just carry around. I'm going to just, like, fit one of those to each side of the razor and one in the front, and we're just going to cut up. You know, if we put, like, a blind by that one tree below the glass and all, we probably could have killed a buck. If we That's just... what I'm saying. Put a... Put a life-size doe mule deer decoy there and a fucking blind. Yeah. You'd kill a deer right there. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was deer bedded there and a couple more. They were there all the time. Yeah. All all you need is a a decoy to bring a buck in. Yeah. You know, it would take forever for them to walk right by you. Yeah. No, it was was good. I'm looking forward to going back. I've thought about going back in August and sitting in water. Yeah. That would be the worst day of my life. <laughs> you want to talk about a hot tent? I couldn't even do it. At one time, I when we were antelope hunting, I like peeked my head into the blind, and I was like, nope, <laughs> not doing that. It's hot outside. It's double hot inside. It yeah. felt like it felt like when you like open the steam, the sauna door, and you're just like, it hits your face. You're like, no. Yeah. It's shade in there. What is going on? You need to spend more time in a sauna then. Prepare yourself. I love saunas. But yeah. Like five hours a day in a sauna to prepare yourself for that. Yeah, something like that. It was too hot. I would never do that. But all in all, had a good time. Chased some deer. Learned some stuff. Definitely going to go back. Tag's good till the first of the year next year. Yep. And I will probably buy... Uh, another tag come November. 
Yeah, so would I. And just, I mean, if you don't go in January, you can go in December the next year. Yeah. I mean, I, I when I go, I'm going to, we talked about it, but fuck, I'll just, uh, we'll just plan on hunting the last week of December and, and keep on hunting until clear in January. Yeah, I could just live there for a little while. I could live there for a while, while. Like just leave, just leave at Christmas months. and come back in February. Fuck yeah, maybe March. Yeah, need to make some money. Need to make, well, I make money the whole time. Well, I just get fired. Exactly, you would not be making money. <laughs> we need, to, we should have got that crazy bitch's phone number, and just start getting into drug trafficking. Drug, yeah, I don't think she was high on the list. No, she was she an knew, end user. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, was, she was the. The fucking uh, consumer. Yeah, we, we need, need to, to infiltrate we, the dealers yeah. and find the supplier. Yeah, that's what the plan is. We're, yeah. we're fucking. We got to go up. We got to find the dealers, suppliers. Yep. Infiltrate. Get it. Yeah. No. Also, oh, one day Troy and I found some deer, and uh, went up after them. We're sneaking up there, and uh, they just run straight to us, both of us <laughs> at like forty yards. Yeah, they pat buck. Endo run by me at 40 yards. They're not scared. They're rutting. This motherfucker, this buck, doesn't stop. Yeah. 40 yards. Runs right by me. Like, he's 40 yards for, like, fucking, I don't even know how wide the picture is that he was 40 yards. Yeah. Was, and he proceeds to run over right in front of Dalton, broadside. Yeah. But he gets a cactus between me and him. Yeah. He stopped, so he's 60 yards away from me at this point with a fucking cactus. And Dalton's just sitting over there, like, not ready. No, I was ready. I was fully ready. I had an arrow knocked. I had my re- release on the string. I ranged him as soon as he is. I like. I had time to range a cactus. Immediately forgot what the cactus was, <laughs> and then the doe like ran by, and then he ran by, and I ranged him. Put my rangefinder away. He stopped right there. I draw, and immediately he's just gone. Like I didn't even get to full draw before he was gone. You shot at him. You oh, lost yeah. an arrow that day. Yeah, I lost an arrow. It's yeah. dumb. <laughs> a dumb idea. Worked on the antelope. Yeah. yeah. Not him, him. <laughs> was not prepared. I was not prepared for him to run straight at me. I'm not going to lie. I didn't know what any of the ranges were. <laughs> well, I could just see his head running at me, and I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, like, fuck. <laughs> as soon as the doe started running, I was like, where are they going? And then I saw the buck chasing him, and I'm like, oh, my God, they're coming straight at us. Put an arrow, put my release, and by the, that time, they're just 50 yards. I'm like, oh my god, this is crazy. <laughs> this is and crazy they just country. don't stand still down no. there. They just always want to move around. And this would be the one time where, it, like, we should have been together, and somebody should have been ranging. Yeah, but not even if we were together, we both would have been drawn. And then, like, what <laughs> what's it? the range? What's the range? Yeah. We really just look at each other, we're both fully drawn. <laughs> yeah, I'll go fifty, you go forty. So <laughs> exactly what would have happened? Yeah. Yeah, shoot. It was a good time, and I can't wait to get back in December. Yeah, I think next. Uh, I think in December of next year, uh, I'm gonna hunt some coos deer. Go after some coosies, and then in January, I'm gonna hunt some mule deer. I need to get after some mule deer in a bad way. The, so the coos deer, typically, what they say is they rut later than later. The mule deer. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna go down. I'm gonna kill two fucking mule deer. That's what I'm gonna do. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Real cool. The coolest, some would say. Yeah. That's pretty much all I got for it, though. You got anything else? Nope.
Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate it. That was the Arizona recap.